you. Welcome to the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for March the 22nd. Hope you're having an excellent day. Friends, today it is hot. It's sunny. It's about 80 degrees. And hey, we're in March. Is that not crazy? Guys, today our text is going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Yeah, Old Testament. Who wrote it? Moses with his staff, raising his staff in the Red Sea parts. Why? Because we serve an awesome God. Listen, Listen to, to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28. This is, okay, watch this. This is a conditional covenant. It requires you to do something. It says this, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe all his commandments. Oh, man. all? <laughs> yeah, he said all. Listen, listen, listen. If you shall observe all his commandments and do them, which I command thee this day, the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. What is this saying? Here's the thing. God is saying this. I will bless your socks off. I will overwhelm you, okay? Not only with God himself in his presence, his purpose, his peace, his joy, his favor and blessings upon your life, but he will give you materialistic things. If you were to read in Deuteronomy 28, for the first 14 verses, he talks about blessing you so mightily that your, your mind is just blown apart. You're like, you gotta be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? Really, Lord? You know what I'm saying? And what's the qualifier? What do I gotta do? again read that first part Matt it says if you will observe and do all that he says to do his commandments okay now I'm not talking about legalistically what I'm talking about is you hearkening unto the voice of the Lord the light that has been shown to you meaning that what you know act upon it if you know something's wrong don't do it if you know something's right do it focus on the things the, the Bible says as a man thinketh so is he so focus and think about the things that God would have you to do the things that God likes okay if you will love Watch this very carefully, guys. If you will love the things that God loves and hate the things that God hates, you're halfway down If you the can track. do that, hate the things that God hates, love the things that God loves. Watch this, okay? You're lining up with His will. You're halfway there, okay? And this is it. Listen, God isn't up there with a the pat. Oh, I got him. I don't have to give him anything. Oh, we messed up here. No, it's a what heart it's condition. What it's dealing with is a heart condition. You're like, well, Matt, I don't understand. Meaning this, it's not about you being perfect. It's not about you not sinning from time to time because you and I sin every day, don't we? Fist bump! No fist bump there. That was a test and you failed it if you fist bumped me. Listen, listen, listen. The heart condition means this, that your heart is due set on God. Meaning this, your focus is on God. You want, look at, look at, in your heart of hearts, not mine, in your heart, you want to obey God. Jesus says, if you love me, you will what? you will obey me. And so my heart is focused on God. I don't want to sin against God. Friends, when you have that relationship, and it's not, that's what the difference between religion and love is. Meaning this religion, I can go through the motions and it's easy to sin against God if I'm religious, okay? It's just rituals. I mean, that's so many churches, that's what they're doing. It's rituals. They go, they sing a song, they do this, they do this, they do this. Every Sunday's the same. No wonder so many people are watching my videos now because they stopped going to church. They're like, that's not real. And you're right, that isn't real. But God is real and he wants that relationship with you. And friends, let me encourage you. Let me, listen, listen, listen. I'm not scolding you, okay? But the Bible says, do not forsake the assembly of the saints as some people will as the day draws close. Meaning this, as the days are getting closer and closer to the time that Jesus Christ is coming back for his church, people are going to get fed up with it. Especially in this generation because they can see, you and I can see a fake a million miles away. I don't want to listen to someone who's not living it and I 
I don't want to listen to someone if it's not real in their life. And friends, everything I tell you is real. It's the real deal. I'm living it out, okay? I'm not, I'm not a hypocrite and I'm not fake. I make mistakes. I'm a sinner and I ask God to forgive me when I do that, okay? So back to the heart condition. If your heart is set on who? On God. On what? On his ways. On his means. On his word. Meaning this. I'm not just getting up. I'm doing my own thing. Meaning I'm in the word. Do I have to be in the Word? No. Why am I reading every day? Why does Matt read his Bible every single day? I want to learn about my God. I want to learn about all the people. Here's the thing. It helps me. Prayer. Watch this. Prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes God me. God wants to bless your socks off. So this is a conditional covenant. This is for anyone. Listen, you are to live this life is to the best of your ability. When you falter, when you fall, ask God to forgive you. You get back up. You're moving forward with God. But here's the thing. There is a reward, okay? And you're to bring it up to God. He loves, listen very carefully. He loves when his children said, Lord, you said this. He loves it. Not arrogantly. Not shaking your Bible, but Lord, your word says Deuteronomy 28. If I do this, 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 and this, and friend, Lord, I've been doing this. I've been living a life of righteousness in Christ. I've been following your spirit. I've been choosing every day the right way, not the wrong way. I've been choosing what you would have for me and not what my flesh would have and Satan would have, okay, and the world would have me to do. And I'm doing the best of my ability, resting in Christ, abiding in the vine, okay? Reward me, please. Just like your word says, your word says that you will bless me and bless my socks off, bless my home, bless my job, bless my finances, that you will protect me, that you will secure me, that, Lord, you will overwhelm me with your blessings and favor and all heaven will fall down on me. I want it. Friends, do you know there's nothing wrong with that prayer? Saying, Lord, I'm living the life. I'm not perfect by any means. But here's the thing. I am forgiven and I am a child of the living God. And I'm coming boldly to the throne room of grace. And I'm making my petition. I'm making my request. That's just like you would do in the Old Testament when you were standing before a king. King Xerxes said this to Esther. What is your petition? What is your request? Okay? Listen, that's what you're to do to God. Okay? But you're coming to God not on the basis of what you've done. Watch this. The only way I can ever come into the throne room of God is through what? It's through the blood, through the veil, through Christ, through His finished work. So I have to realize when I'm praying, friends, I'm not praying and getting into the throne room because of my good works. Ah, it just ain't happening, folks, okay? Here's the thing, because we are filthy rags. And, and in Romans, the Apostle Paul says in chapter 3 that our, our works are like filthy douche rags, menstrual rags. A woman's period. That's what our good works is to God. Why? You're like, are you kidding me? No, that's exactly what it says in the original language. Why is that? Because God is up here. He's elevated. Read Isaiah 6 where it talks about the God, our God, high and lifted up. Isaiah sees him in a vision and he's just dumbstruck. Him. His mouth is open. He goes, woe is me. Because here's the thing. We're always comparing ourselves to Joe down the road. Well, Joe, Joe drinks 48 beers in a night and passes out in the ditch and Rob still cheats, lies a manipulator. Man, I'm much burned, Joe. I graced the church last Sunday. I even put a few bucks in the offering plate. Friends, here's the thing. The standard isn't horizontal. The standard is vertical and the standard is perfect. And once we get an idea of what holiness is, we'll never ever try to compare ourselves with anybody. What we'll do is we'll run to Jesus. We'll run to the cross and say, thank you, God, for your mercy, your grace, and the blood of your son. His righteousness. It's not about you. Friends, you, you and I can't clean up good enough in the man cave. And you're like, man, you don't know what I look like on Friday night when I'm going out. 
I put a little of the Hugo Boss on. I got my silk shirt, my dancing shoes, and I'm getting it on. I know you're getting it on, but here's the thing. You're still falling short of the glory of God. God is high and lifted up. We are not. We are the, we are the creation. He is the creator of He's everything. Holy. Okay, He deserves reverence. So when you're coming into the throne room, I said all that to say this. When you're coming into the throne room, what are you doing? You're coming by the blood of Jesus. You're coming because someone has paid the debt for you, okay? But you're now able to come. You have access to the door so you can speak to the king, okay? Other people that don't belong to God, he says, I won't even hear the throw prayer. one more thing in there. A lot of people think it's necessary to negotiate with God. Watch this. To negotiate with God to get what they want. Meaning this, they're going to try to say something like this. Lord, if I do this, you do this. Friends, can I tell you something? It doesn't work. <laughs> Friends, he doesn't negotiate. All the negotiations that he's made are right here. They're conditional and unconditional covenants. We have to do it God's way, okay? And I know a lot of people, they've had someone in their life that has been sick, really sick, and they prayed a prayer like this, Lord, I promise to give my life to you and to start going to church if you will heal this person. Friends, he's already decided what he's going to do in that situation. He's already decided what he's going to do in this relationship. We're always trying to barter with God. It doesn't work. Why? Because God is high and lifted up, okay? It absolutely just doesn't work. But we still try to do it, but God Friends, doesn't accept and it. And I know there's people out there like, well, why? Why doesn't it work? Why doesn't God accept bartering? Because Jesus Christ has paid everything up in full. Are you with me? Meaning this, you, you don't need to barter. You're a king's child, okay? God's son, his only begotten son, God himself died on the cross. His blood was shed, okay? Paid your sin debt. He, here's the thing. You are now a child of God. You're not a pauper. You're not some person living in the street. You are a king's kid. You have royal blood. So when you're coming to the throne room of grace, how are you coming? You're coming as a child of the living God. Everything's been paid. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If someone knocked on my door and says, hey, I want a sandwich. I was like, uh, you know, I'd probably give them a sandwich. But I was like, why should I give you a sandwich? Y you know, but what if my own son knocks on the door and I say, yeah, what's up, Matt? He says, I'm hungry. Go get whatever you want. It's yours. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? See, God's already given all of us these things. Okay. But some of us, we can't handle Friends, them We yet. come to God freely. Paid in full. We're not slaves anymore. If we are, we're what the Bible refers to as a bond slave, meaning this by choice. I'm serving God. I'm loving God. I'm doing what God would have me to do. And, and when we come again to Deuteronomy 28, what we're doing is, as a child of God, listen very carefully. If, you have a, if you're born again, God's done a work inside you, and you're living that out every day in your Christian pilgrimage, your Christian walk by experience, not by mouth service, not by what you speak and tell people, okay? No, by actions, okay? You're living it out. That's who you are, okay? Not you pretending, not you being an actor or an actress or a phony or a hypocrite. People are trying to barter with God because they're trying to convince God to do something that's not his will. Do you understand? See, God's already determined what he's going to do in every situation in this life. It's a done deal. It's set, okay? Here's the thing. You and I have to think forwardly. Friends, everything's thought out with God, meaning this, it's beyond your mind and my mind. I can't figure it out. So I'm talking in the present now, but God is in the present, he's in the past, and he's in the future, and all three of these are one. They're all clumped together, meaning he knows the words that will come out of your mouth, even though you don't five years from now, ten years from now. So he's already decided all these different things. But listen, it gets so complicated and deep. Within that, he allows our prayers, okay, to release those things that he wants in your life. Listen to this. He's already decided 
I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this for you, okay? And you're like, well, when's it coming? Well, you got to pray it in and you got to believe him. You got to have faith, meaning this, it's faith that is the key. Faith is going to activate those things that he's spoken in your life. Oh, they're yours. They're in reserve. They're just sitting there waiting for you to have what? Faith and to pray those things in, okay? And you have to realize God loves you, okay? So imagine your heavenly father who has a whole lot more money than your earthly father, okay? Having everything at his access, wanting to bless you, wanting to overwhelm you with not only himself in that life that you've wanted to live your whole life, but he has all these things in storage. It's like all these different vaults. Can you imagine? I want to do this for you. And I want you to have this family. And I want this relationship for you. And I want this job for you. And I want this car for you. Oh, I like the red color. I want this house for you. I like this neighborhood over here. I like this jet ski for you. And I'm not just talking about materialistic things, but I'm talking about things he's going to work in you and through you and how you're going to impact the nations and the world. And so as you're doing this, how are we accessing these things? How are we accessing the key? I mean, do I have to break in? You don't have to break in. Why don't I have to break in? Because you're a child of the living God. You have access to the throne room of grace, okay? How do I get into there? Through Christ. What does he require? If you love me, you what? Obey me. Go back to Deuteronomy 28. What is it? It's a conditional covenant. He wants me to obey. Well, here's the thing. Am I obeying because I'm being legalistic? No, I'm obeying because I'm a child of the living God. Here's the thing. It's, re it's required of me. I'm a king's kid. I can't be doing all this crap over here that I used to do when I was 18. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I have to grow up. I'm no longer drinking milk. As Paul would say, I'm eating meat. I'm eating the meat of the word. And I'm applying those truths, those spiritual truths, those nuggets of being led by the Spirit. And all these things are flying. And here's the thing. It's not because I have to. I don't have to obey God. It's because I want to. I desire to. I love being in his favor. I love receiving all that he has for me. And what's the key? It's faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So the more obedient I am, the more I'm walking in his ways and I'm living in the light that is shown before me. And the more doors that are opening, the more I'm enjoying life. The more I'm enjoying life, the more people that are seeing the light reflecting off me like this, the sun that's reflecting the light off of God the God's just telling you. See, when a lost person reads Deuteronomy 28, they're going to try to do it in their own strength. They're going to say, well, I know it's wrong to get drunk, so I'm not going to get drunk. <laughs> it's wrong to get doped up, so I'm not going to get doped up. It's wrong to do this. It's wrong to do that. See, they start, they're doing all these things from their flesh. The basis, their core, is their flesh. They're not saved, okay? And, and they're trying to do it, but it never works out because it's rejected. Just as Cain was rejected and Abel was accepted. Just as Jacob was accepted and Esau was rejected, okay? Just as Isaac was accepted and Ishmael was rejected, okay? Okay? So when we're trying to to do it in this flesh, in and of ourselves, trying to get something from God. It doesn't work. He rejects it. But when God has done a work, meaning this, you're a born-again Christian. He saved you from the inside out. Now, living waters are flowing in and through you. It's just natural to obey God. It's natural to love God. It's natural to be an, an ambassador of peace and of mercy and of grace and of love. And it's natural to forgive and forget. Here's the thing. People have sinned greatly against me. I mean, if I was to share my story, it would blow your mind apart. But I don't need to share it because I'm not going to put any one down. That's where people are when they did these things to me. I'm hoping that they don't stay there. I'm hoping that God does a work in them, okay? And he gets them to where I am. And then the person I look to, my mentor, I hope to get where he is, okay? Because none of us are there. Our whole life, we're being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. We're all on a journey. Friends, I want to just share this with you. You never make it in this life. You never get to where, okay, I'm all tested up. I'm all shaped up. I've sanded, sifted, molded.
childhood friends, you just don't get there. Your whole life, you're being transformed into perfection. Who's perfection? Jesus. He's the truth. See, and truth friends, isn't a concept. Truth isn't an object. Truth is a person, okay? Truth is Jesus Christ. There is no truth outside of Jesus Christ, and that truth lives inside you. It abides in you, and you're resting in it, okay? And so it's natural to obey the commandments of the Lord. And, and so you're saying, well, Matt, if it's natural to obey, and it says that I'm blessed, it's all God. Do you see what I'm saying? God is basically telling the person who's saved, I'm going to bless you. Because once you're saved, you're naturally going to do this. But he's showing this, the, the blessings and cursing. See, in that Deuteronomy 28, the first 14 verses are blessings for the child of God because it comes natural to live that life. But from 15 following, it says how God will curse people, okay? We want to rest in the vine. We want to rest in Christ. We want to just enjoy, okay? And realize this, there's no bartering with God. God wants to give you what you want. If that desire is in your heart, he already wants to give you that thing, okay? But realize his decision is made up on so many things. And in front of what's the access? Is it bartering with God? No, it's faith in believing you serve a great God who wants to open the vault door and allow that favor and that blessing and all those things to enter into your life. Believe him, live the life, okay? Rest in the vine and you'll have it. I hope that was an awful lot to say. Someone ought to buy me a cup of coffee on my homepage for all that. I tell you what. Well, hey, I love you guys. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. And remember this. God loves you. Tracy and I love you. And we're praying for you every day. If you're not a subscriber, join the team. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.